Okay, wait, I have a question. Are those the blue pads in the bathroom? Yeah. Oh my God, y'all don't understand how y'all saved my life. Like, I've went into the bathroom a couple times this year, and it's been to the part where I have a heavy flow, so it's like, I wouldn't have thought that those little blue pads would have saved my life ever, but y'all have. And it's like, I can't believe that something so small can make such a big change. Hey guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome back to Shh Period. Last week, we got to interview Alex and Jordana, who were the co-founders of Lola. Lola is a women's health startup company that makes organic pads, tampons, cramp relief, etc. And it was really interesting to see that somebody like Mary Kate went to school for engineering, but ended up working for a company like Lola that empowered women and had a bigger purpose. And what's really great about that is that Mary Kate wasn't the only one we have women like Willa, Catherine, Molly, who really spoke to us and they were sharing their experiences, their backgrounds. Also, a quick disclaimer, one of our podcasters, looking at you, Rizal, was eating chips the entire time because Lola very generously allowed us to take anything out of their kitchen. So if you hear some aggressive chewing or crinkling, it's all Rizal's fault. Enjoy. How would you describe the way Lola has changed your life? Really good question, Jasmine. I, so this is Jordana. We had a problem that we needed to solve. In my mind, you know, Lola's changed my life because I get to come in every day and work with amazing people to solve problems that, you know, I can personally relate to, but that are universal. There's real difference in, in how we think about our bodies and how we, what, you know, what questions we have. And the more we talk about it, um, the more confident we become, the more empowered we feel to ask new questions. And, you know, it's, it's completely changed my life. How would you describe your experience with your period as a teenager? Awful. <laughs> <laughs> I got my period on my birthday, um, so that sucked. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember we didn't have any pads in my house because my mom only used tampons. And so I had to use a tampon my first time. That was kind of scary because I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, even if you're talking about it, like that one day in health class, it's like when it happens, it's really different. Um, and, And you don't you know, until that day, it's like, you don't really know how you're going to react or you don't really know what it's going to be like. Um, and I had never really sat my mom down or my sister or my cousin, my aunt, you know, my best friend and been like, what was it like for you? Um, and partly because I, you know, maybe I was too embarrassed to do that or I didn't, you know, I, I thought it would come across as naive or stupid or something. And, um, you know, I think, the cool thing of what we're trying to do now is, you know, change a lot of that by encouraging the conversation to happen and, and not just like the one time, but like ongoing. Um, and so, you know, how can we, how can we make this just like a part of our, you know, maybe not daily, but like, you know, ongoing conversations about the changes that are happening to our body and kind of try and not apply any sort of, you know, feeling of like, you know, embarrassment or vulnerability, because, you know, I think what we see now with a lot of our, with a lot of our customers where, you know, they're buying first period kits and they're giving them to their daughters. um, 
and and you see sort of like people are touching and feeling the product and they're reading content that we have and um, you know they're coming and asking questions and um, like I think that to me builds a lot more like empowerment and like changes the mindset of like what we could be doing here instead of feeling embarrassed and like dealing with things ourselves you know we could be driving conversation um, and almost acknowledging that like it is kind of absurd that we have to whisper when we talk about this stuff we shouldn't have to this is this is natural this is beautiful and the more we can drive that conversation and invite more people in the more we can change kind of the broader perception of how we all think about our bodies what was your period like I remember getting to like not ninth grade or something but it was like on Monday and um my friend Jeanette had packed my locker with tampons and pads and like all this stuff so it was a top locker and when I opened it all the period products fell out all over the hallway in between classes oh my god <laughs> and I remember being so embarrassed which is so funny because if somebody did, did that to me now I would like cheer <laughs> um but yeah, I just remember, I, I was happy I got it because it was pretty late and I was ready. <laughs> what advice would you give to young girls who want to start a business of their own? You have to look for the tough love and the honest feedback. Our friends and our families have been supportive. And so that's not necessarily like the place where you're going to get the holes poked into the idea and like, which are inevitably going to make it stronger. Um, and so I think for us, it's, you know, we learned over time to seek out the tough love and the, and the sort of really direct feedback, because without that, we, you know, we were just going to get yeses, right? And that's not going to actually cut it when you're ready to launch your business. If you want feedback and you want mentors or advisors or like other people to help guide you, you can't like call them once every five years and ask them for something. Like you have to have a relationship with people who can help you and maintain those relationships and like have a network of people who you trust. And we've seen a lot of really great results like other emerging brands, like legislation in New York requiring ingredients disclosure in these products, like the fact that five years ago, if I searched on the New York Times website, tampon nothing would pop up and now if I search for it 50 articles pops up I just made up that number maybe that shouldn't go on a podcast but like it's actually a, a discussion now and so I think that like the whole premise of the business has been advocating for change 33 states in the United States still charge tax on period products so like a lot of categories are exempt from tax usually the basic necessities are but like tampons and pads aren't thought of as necessities in 33 states, which is crazy because there are products like gun, barbecue sunflower seeds, gun club membership, cowboy boots, donuts. Like there's all this other stuff that isn't taxed. We, we believe it's unconstitutional that these products are taxed and it's discriminatory. And so we're in the process of working with a nonprofit called Period Equity to try and eliminate the tax by next year. We all as citizens and, you know, as folks who care about these issues have to continue to raise our hand and say, you know, hey, what's going on with that? Or, hey, why, why are there still 33 states that that's view these products as not as necessities and not stop talking until until it's resolved? Indifference is um, is really the. I think the worst thing we can all be, right? Or we can all have, like, we should all be fighting for the things that we believe in and continue to build support around us for, for the issues that we care about. 
And a lot of the um, the issues in this industry stem from stigma and lack yeah. of information. So, for example, the fact that we're driving a campaign now that says most states in the United States tax period products, this is like a really big surprise to people. Yeah. Because nobody's talking about it. Like the same way that when we said, hey, have you ever wondered what's in a tampon? Uh, everybody gave us blank stares because everybody assumed that like the big brands would list all of their ingredients. You know, in every area, the, like the first driver of change is conversation. So like, how can we use our brand and community as a way to actually elevate topics that matter? Thank you for listening to today's episode. Make sure to follow us on all our social medias. Twitter is at periods and also is our Instagram. Oh, and our SoundCloud is also periods. And we're also on iTunes. Okay. One, two, three. Period! Yay! <laughs>